listening to Closer Look. Hi, Pastor Bill here. Just uh, it's good to be here with you today. I'm here with Pastor Dave. Hey, Pastor Bill. Glad to be here. Yeah, you know, we wanted to spend a little bit of time on what's going on right now in the world with the COVID-19 and the coronavirus. You know, in this time, our world is changing. You know, it's, it's affecting all aspects of our life, our social life, the financial, even our spiritual health. You know, the way we do church now is completely different. Do you think this is a surprise to God? I think people could be asking that question. What do you think about that, Pastor Dave? The short answer is no. God is not surprised. And the, the Christian worldview would say God is still on the throne. You know, he knew it was going to happen before we did. And scripture speaks to this and it talks about God's knowledge. In Isaiah 40, 28, it says, have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. Here's where it is the key. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. When things are not in control, you know, life can feel like maybe, maybe God is not in control, but he is that rock. He is that strong tower that we can turn to in this. Historically, just a hundred years ago, we had the Spanish flu in 1918. There was over 40 to 50 million that passed away from that. Back in the 1300s, we had the Black Death, you know, the plague. We went through a, a century of wars here for World War I, World War II. It just seems like this is a time for our generation to deal with this issue. And I think it's so important for us to just understand what's driving us and talk a little bit about managing our emotions. Is fear driving us? Are we anxious? I think it's important for us to um, reflect, take a time of reflection and connection, even connection with our emotions and with others. We need to do this because we, if we don't take time to acknowledge our emotions, then our emotions are going to kind of get, get the best of us. I really love what you're saying. Reflect on what's driving your, your actions and the motivations of your heart. Well, and you got to set aside time to do that. We normally, I think our gut reaction is just to go into freak out mode a little bit. And how are we going to just get through this in our own power? We tend to fixate. So focusing on our emotions means we have to set aside time to do that for ourselves and, and with our loved ones. Yeah, that's great. So, so number one, reflect on what's going on in our heart, right? Check with our emotions. Uh, a second thought I have along those lines is connecting with other people. Let's face it, it's kind of weird the way we're connecting with others right now. We have all of this requirement for physical distance and, you know, it's called social distancing, right? But I really want to capture the idea of physical distance versus social distance because technology allows us to actually connect in all kinds of different ways. And so what other ways would you say to connect with others? Yeah, well, I mean, you can continue to communicate through our, the digital means um, and maybe setting up um, group chats with your friends and family. Uh, I was driving down the road the other day and saw neighbors sitting on the front porch 10 feet apart, you know, on the lawn chairs talking to each other. And I thought, you know what? They're connecting. We can still do the same thing. We don't have to so overcorrect that we don't connect at all. When we think about connecting with others, it's so important to actually have that face-to-face. -face. I don't care if you're an introvert, you probably love the idea of being alone for a few days, but after a little while, it gets a little boring and a little tiresome to just be looking at yourself in the mirror or whoever's in your household. Uh, talk a little bit about what happens if you don't connect with other people. Pastor Dave, yeah. talk through that a little bit. It's dangerous. It really um, is toxic to us because we can get into our own head 
and your anxiety level can skyrocket in an already an anxious time as it is, you can begin to feel hopeless. You can lead to depression um, and to a point of feeling like, you know, I mean, the worst case scenario is that you don't want to be here anymore. You know, and, and these things can happen in varying degrees with wherever you're at, whether you're an introvert or whether you're an extrovert, we are made for connection uh, with one another. And so if we don't take time to do that, we're going to respond in an unhealthy way. You know, when we expose ourselves to media and all of the extreme views that can be out there through social media or through whatever news channels that you participate in, uh, it's really important to get good feedback and good good inputs there. If you need a place to process through that, I just want to encourage you, you can call our pastors. We're here to serve you. You can call 844-364-4673. That's 4673 is hope. And we can, we're here to serve you. We're here to come alongside you to give some biblical guidance, maybe even just allow you to process through some of the challenges that you're experiencing in your life. Pastor Dave, what would be the next step that's important? So we've got to connect with ourselves, connect with others. What would you say is, a, is another important step? So we talked about talking about it, but if you don't feel comfortable starting that, you should at least be regularly talking about it with yourself because this could be in the form of journaling. Um, this could be, you know, in a place of just getting what you're feeling right out on paper. Some people write poetry, you know, whatever it takes. Um, you know, if you're a real artistic, drawing a picture or, or painting, some people blog, whatever helps you to, to get it out there. Now, eventually you do want to talk, but um, that can be that starting point, helping you identify where, where I'm at. I was talking to a friend the other day who the moment that they expressed uh, what they were feeling, it helped them feel better. Yeah, what I think you're talking about there is grief. You know, in our nation, we have a tremendous amount of loss. Some within the sound of my voice might have lost their job. Some may have lost a loved one to this illness or to some other illness that's going on in their life. And grief is the hardest thing that we deal with. It's a loss. At the end of the day, grief is a loss. And so if we don't take time to realize we're, we're sad about that loss, you know, the loss of a job, a loss of the security of what you're used to, and that's happening all around you, that can cause us to go into self-protection mode where we're just, now we're just reacting out of what we're feeling, out of our pain, of our hurt, and we don't realize it. And so we end up hurting those around us. I like to say grief brings out both the best and the worst of us, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. so we have our own self to manage, but then we also have our friends our families, our neighbors, and our loved ones that they'll be showing the best and they'll be showing their worst also in the same process there. So understanding grief and taking the time to journal, taking the time to reflect on what's going on in your heart, very important things. Yeah, make make a daily habit of finding maybe five things you are thankful for. Write them down. Spend time just talking about God's goodness, um, talking to the Lord about where you're at, Read comforting passages of scripture. Allow yourself to go on a walk through nature and enjoy God's creation. But these are things that help kind of recenter us. So, the, and, and, and these are daily things with simple daily habits that we can do. One of the best ways to get out of a funk, and let's face it, grief can be a funk for us. It could be a dark and a gray season for us. One of the best ways to pull ourselves out of that and to work our way out of that is to celebrate the things that we have, but to also invest into others. If you want a friend, be a friend. Mm -hmm. find somebody that you could just invest into, be a friend to, be a sounding board to, be a safe place to process. And what I think you'll find is you'll you'll find an opportunity to really develop what could be a lifelong friend here. I was uh, sharing with a friend the other day, 
about a neighbor who just had a, had a need and, and this friend had connected with them. They actually exchanged phone numbers and, and what they did is they brought toilet paper to them. They just, they needed toilet paper and they just asked the question, do you need anything? And say, well, they were kind of embarrassed, but they said, you know, I just need toilet paper. And it's like, you know what? I can do that for you. So this friend of mine went out and, and went shopping for them and walked over there the next day and just left it on the doorstep so they could be physically distant there. And uh, just that small act of, of benevolence and that small act of charity um, made their day and then it, it it united them together and lowered some walls there. What are some other things you have to say with that? Yeah, Pastor, well, I mean, that just, just you telling me that just brings a smile to my face and it makes me laugh a little bit. You know, people are struggling to laugh right now. And I think sometimes even people feel a little bit guilty if they laugh. You know, they sh you shouldn't feel guilty. Um, laughter and joy that you're talking about, the demands and some of the stressors that we're feeling, that alleviates that stress and it gets some of that pain off. And, it, and, and we're coping when we do that. We're learning to cope. That is something we need to do. And so looking for ways to laugh a little bit more, you know, maybe just watching a funny YouTube comedian or something or, or passing a joke along through social media, um, just little things like I've been seeing these memes go around, you know, you know, but we identify with that and it helps us connect and it helps us laugh a little bit. It's an opportunity to grow in our joy and our perspective of of life and what how God is providing and moving us through this time. Take the time to connect socially with other people. Keep your physical distance, but find other ways to connect with people socially. Maybe keep that journal. And I'd like to close with this passage here. Philippians 4, 6 through 9 says the following. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you all.